Welcome to Meet the Creators, a podcast dedicated to the art of business and the business of art. Meet the creative minds behind marketing campaigns, commercials, business, and art. Tune in to better understand the value of creative minds in marketing and business as we build the bridge between business and creative artists. On today's episode, I interview Nikhil from Back to the Roots. I met them back in the day when we helped them launch their second ever product. Nikhil is a co-CEO, entrepreneur, leader, father, husband, master storyteller, and is one of the smartest and nicest people I know. I can't wait for y'all to hear his story. Super excited to have you on. Um, this is Nikhil, everyone from back, or he's one half of the duo that created Back to the Roots, old friend and one of our first clients when we first started. Yeah, it is so good to see you. Good to be on here. Excited to catch up and chat. So thanks for the invite. Thank you. Um, let's just start with a little bit of background about Back to the Roots. What's your guys' mission? What do you do? And then I'm going to I'm gonna tie in some storytelling because that's something that I know it's been integral to your guys' growth and yeah. mission. Yeah, absolutely. So Back to the Roots, uh, for those who are just in, being introduced to it right now, it's an organic gardening company that uh, my friend Alex and I co-founded together back uh, during our last semester in college. Um, and we had no background in anything to do with farming or gardening or mushrooms, which is actually how we got started. Uh, we stumbled upon this random fact that you can grow mushrooms on coffee grounds and decided to start this urban mushroom farm after we graduated. And, uh, you know, we spent a few years farming ourselves and selling fresh produce and then kind of realized that we wanted to help you know, every family, every kid across the country experienced that same you know, joy and magic of growing food and growing their own food. And uh, we ended up kind of going from farming to creating this gardening brand to create a whole bunch of products now to let people grow their own food at home. And so we have a line of indoor gardening kits focused on people maybe have like apartments or small balconies. And we also have seeds and soil and raised beds and plant food for people who want to kind of try to grow bigger things outdoors. But it's really trying to build the gardening brand for you know all of our generation and focus it on organic and sustainability and get more people growing. Now, how many times have you told that story? Because I've <laughs> known you since when we did your Kickstarter for your second ever product. How many products yeah. are you guys up to Ooh. now? And how many, just estimate how many times yeah. have you told the story? Um, okay, so how many products now we have? I mean, SKUs, probably 150 or so, 150. Wow um different products but and you know of, of the, the story and it's i can't even imagine i mean it's, it's <laughs> uh tens of thousands but it's, it's it's part of our dna it's kind of who we are what we do and so you know it's um but I, I think the fun part is that we don't have to tell it as much anymore if we do our job right which is hopefully people experience the brand and through that they kind of explore and learn themselves and i think our job is to make our brand um, and every every touch point of the experience with our brand to be uh, a representation of you know this the spirit that I think we want to start the company with this, this love that our whole team puts into every single 
product and hopefully people feel that um, when they interact with them. And that, I think that's how we know we're doing our job right. Totally. I was totally just giving you a hard time about how yeah. many times you've oh, told I mean, that story. Tens of thousands. It's, yeah. Yeah. And sure. Jordan's heard it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So many. Yeah. It's, uh, Alex and I joke around sometimes. We're like, you know, we didn't do it. It wasn't just a. Uh, we didn't just start this in college anymore. It's been, it's been a few years now. So sometimes you tell that story. It's like, oh, we just started this. It's like, yeah, it's been, it's been a, our, our board jokes around the 10 year overnight success. Say, so. <laughs> That's how it goes though. Right. Yeah, but no, is, some, something I, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but um, I had read an article about you guys way back when, and then fate or luck would have it. We met at that Ted talks mm-hmm. where you guys were speaking and I was like, Oh, you guys are the mushroom guys. Cause I had read your story mm-hmm. and then had reached out to you. And then that's how we started working together. But it was through your story and just that random. I, I'll never forget that. that actually the moment we met, it's like crystal clear that that must be like eight years. I think something like that. Uh, TEDx Presidio. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think we had just finished giving, I think that was our first TED talk we had given. No way. And, it, and we were just kind of, you know, you're kind of just delirious coming off of like, get whatever, like that energy of that. And I remember we, we did some interview because you were filming something for that organizer. Mm-hmm. I just remember Alex and I felt like we were just delirious. Remember, like, I just remember all three of us were just laughing for like this whole interview. <laughs> I think there's an image we still have someone took of like me, you, and Alex just like cracking up. And I just sort of very distinctly remember just like uh, having a blast like in that that moment with you and yeah it's fun it's fun to see kind of where that that led to that way i know i can't believe that was eight years ago i think, I think so, side right? note that was yeah, also the first time we had crossed paths with van jones so you guys were also yeah. part of that it was yeah. very fateful tedx we met we met one of our first ever investors chip conley spoke at that tedx on stage if no you remember way. that and he we met him right afterwards too and he became like one of our first mentors, wow. investors, and uh, just like a dear friend. So yeah, that was a eventful little day there. Wow. So going back, so you guys are up to 150 SKUs now. Where, like, give me the updates. We have, I haven't, I, yeah. I see it on social media, but yeah, where, where are you guys at now? What are you guys up to? Oh, where to even, right, where to start? So I think where we, uh, Maybe just taking focus on a little journey of like how where we got to and where we're yeah. at today. So so we started off yeah. farming, uh, mushroom mm-hmm. farming for what four years, Alex and I. We literally were like dumpster diving in the morning for coffee grounds, planting in the daytime, harvesting at night. That was our twenty four seven job for like four years. And then we decided we want to help other people grow their own food, and we created this mushroom grow kit, which is our first kind of you know gardening product to get people growing their own food. Um, Launched that into like the Home Depot and Whole Foods and different retailers. Just one little box, this one skew, and just learned so much through that. Ended up then, which is when we met, expanding out from a mushroom kit to this whole line of small space, you know, indoor gardening kits that we still sell. And at that point, there wasn't really a home for them. So we had to kind of carve out this new real estate in, in you know, their retail partners. And it's kind of like, hey, like, there's a lot of those huge people out there who don't have big backyards they still want to grow and so how do we you know solve their needs and create this whole category around and we had things from you know hydroponic aquaponic systems to microgreen kits to windowsill urban veggie planters this whole line that people can still go to our site and, and check them all out and then really over the last you know um two years 
since 2020, um, we've, in many ways, they're kind of following our consumer, our generation. As our, you know, as millennials now are starting to get homes and have a bit more space and maybe have families and want to do stuff with their kids and get their kids hands on. We kind of, in many ways, kind of followed them and, and they're asked to us, like, hey, can you help me continue to grow? And we ended up moving from just indoor gardening to also launching this whole outdoor line of gardening products. Um, so in 2020, we launched um, this line of 100% USA grown organic seed packets with the Home Depot. Uh, it went really well. It's now in over like 9,000 stores nationwide, Target, Walmart, Home Depot, our seed packets. Um, and then in 2021, we launched uh, in the soil category with a line of um, 100% organic soils. And just this year, we launched plant food and fertilizers and raised beds. So really like, um, it's just been a really, a ton of exciting growth. And, you know, we just hit a really cool milestone where like this year now consumers will spend a hundred million dollars on our brand, which is kind of like sometimes like that, just, it's kind of crazy to think about just how many homes and families we've been able to reach, but it still feels like we're just kind of doing our warm up lap and scratching the surface. And, um, you know, our goal is to literally get every family growing and, um, and doing it hopefully the right way, like organically without chemicals and, yeah, it's been an evolution. So right now, you know, is where we kind of stand today. We're we're now gearing up for next spring. Um, you know, and all that planning's well underway, and we're excited for a lot of growth ahead. But you know, we talk a lot about from like you know, seed to smile. No matter how you want to grow, no matter how much space you have, we want to be able to you know be that gardening brand for you, know, you Jen. Wow, wow! I just got goosebumps because. Man, just to witness your guys' evolution from the mushroom kits to now, just so amazing. And you guys, I know you guys have pivoted and and tried different things, but you've always stayed true to your mission, which is incredible and so inspiring. And I'm just, wow, like so just blown away by everything that you guys have done in the last, what, it's been around for 10 years now? Yeah, and and you've been a huge part of it, Jordan. I mean, all those early, that whole transition. I mean, from mushrooms to the water garden to then indoor gardening. You know, we did tons of content and storytelling together. To, to this, but and and I do think it, with you that point you made though, I think it's it's so true. It's one of the biggest I think lessons in hindsight that we've got to realize is that like what's allowed us to shift what we sell so dramatically, you know, from mm-hmm. a mushroom kit to a fish tank to seeds mm-hmm. and soil. And along the way, it's a whole other journey. We had a line of, you know, ready to eat cereals along the way too. That's a whole mm-hmm. other chapter probably, but it's um, allowed us to <laughs> Those do are all It's allowed us to do all of that. Thank you. Was I think by staying really true to kind of why we're doing it and how mm-hmm. we do it, right? Like, like mm-hmm. the mission and and the values I think we try to operate by the thing by being consistent there it gave us the leeway with our consumers with our customers to kind of experiment try new things evolve the brand to kind of where it is today but um, yeah I think if we had ever we've never lost sight of I think why we want to do this and it's just been kind of figuring out what's the right you know way to get there totally so you guys are here now and you're making huge strides in in the gardening category what is your and this is a loaded question but what is your vision for the next five years where do you guys want to go because you guys have expanded so much already the next five years there's there's so much 
growth and opportunity ahead of it. We just haven't scratched the surface. I think for us, it's really about, I think, twofold. One is like, there's still, you know, we talk about beginning in every home and every classroom and like that word to us and we, in our, you know, how we talk about our mission is like, you know, for all families, these are word, like those three letter, three little letters, all is actually really important for us because the brand we want to build is one that's really accessible uh, and mm-hmm. not building an organic brand. that's just, you know, super premium and only, you know, affordable by so much, but that, and there's no right or wrong way. People are building beautiful brands in all parts of that spectrum. And for us, like accessibility was a really big part of this. So put it that way, I mean, we're, we've just scratched the surface. We think about how many stores, how many households, how many classrooms that we can still bring this brand to. We literally just scratched the surface, you know. Um, so that's one focus, expanding distribution. And then there's some new product categories we're looking at um, as well. But, you know, I, I think overall, I think what do is it's more about making like, I think at this point now, it's just how do we, we want to grow the brand aggressively because we did this thing there's a need to do it. Like this world, we believe that this world needs this kind of a brand. But we, I think for us, it's just making sure we do it the right way because I think we, um, this next stage of growth, we have to make sure we keep, you know, what the brand, the purity of it and, and why it exists intact mm-hmm. and not, you know, sacrifice that as we kind of continue to grow. And, um, but yeah, I think that, that that excites me. I want to you know to build a brand that can hopefully outlive us, and you know, is bigger than any one of us in our team or partners right now. It just kind of stands for something. It, that it's exciting. I think we're one seed pack at a time getting there. So keep on, <laughs> keep on. Uh, you know this better than any of us too. We're all we've all been doing this is one one day at a time. You know, one just trying to keep time. one day at a time. I, I also just read on I think yours or Alex's. Facebook that Aisha Curry just signed on yeah. to be on your board. So congratulations. Thanks. We're super energized by that. She's uh she's been um, you know, we, we got we got introduced to mutual friends, what I want to say five, six years ago. Obviously she was in Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. she's a foodie, a chef, mm-hmm. uh, a mom, you know, she talks mm-hmm. about herself, self described crazy garden lady. So like we're we just gotta meet and hit it off and you know she we did some product collaborations a few years ago she actually invested then uh we did some work with her and steph's nonprofit called eat learn play um, yeah we, thought, we, we filmed we that one right yeah, together yeah, yeah, with yeah. Us. yeah so you we did yeah. you know we've done events with them which you guys filmed and um and so the relationship grew and just kind of made and where we were heading now made more sense to get you know get more formally involved for her and she just has such a great business mind she's an entrepreneur so many different product lines and media things so we're just kind of excited to be able to have her you know really like on the team supporting that next chapter and yeah it's exciting all good things for you guys that's so incredible it's fun looking back sometimes but you also it still feels like you're walking on ice you know it's just like it's trying to balance all of this stuff and, uh, um i just have a couple questions left um so back you guys started as these crazy kids that had a dream. You learned a random fact, and now you've grown this multi-million dollar business. What advice do you have for those crazy kids that have a dream that they want to follow? Because I know it, you know, it's all good things, but it by no means has been easy. Yeah, um, yeah what advice do you have to, to people that want to do the same? 
Yeah, it's no, by no means this has been the most <laughs> difficult, hardest, you know, journey. It takes every ounce of, of, of your, your mind, body, and spirit. But I think it's, um, I think two things come to mind, Jordan. One of them is there's this misconception or there's this statement that actually like is one of my pet peeves that you'll talk about and say that entrepreneurship is like jumping off a cliff and building your wings on the way down. And mm. I think for me, I always, I didn't like that. I, and I would, one piece of advice would be like, it makes it seem like starting something is this one momentous, scary decision where your life's at risk. You're jumping off a cliff and I think in reality, you break it down. Even sometimes our story maybe can feel like that because, oh, we gave up a six-figure you know, job offer to instead try growing mushrooms. But when you zoom into that, there was a thousand small little steps that we took. You know, we, rose, we raised our hands together in class. We met up. We started talking. We met up. Met up again. Like got some stuff donated to us. Tried growing some things. Got some support from a store. Got a $5,000 grant. Eventually, it got to the point where we're like, oh, this makes sense. And I think my biggest advice to people would be like, just like, it's not one big decision. Just do take one small step, you know, and see how you feel, see what people say, and then take another small step and take another small step. And you, you do those enough times, you'll then realize after a little time, like, whoa, there's something here. And you'll get to this energy in yourself. Where you're like, oh, I can't stop thinking about this now. But it's not one big decision. I think too many people psych themselves out from starting something because they think it's just one scary decision. And I just tell people like, take the first small step, like go talk to five friends about it. And maybe come back. And are you still as excited after that than you were when you started? Cool. Now maybe do something else, do something else and see where it takes you. But most people just don't ever take the first step. And um, that's one big one. I think, I think number two, it's just along that path, just really ask yourself, mm what's success for you? Why are you doing this? And I think a lot of people get lost on the way if they're not clear with themselves first and foremost, like, why am I doing this? And there's a million different ways to grow a business, right? And I think sometimes we hear only in the news about like the companies that are, oh, I raise all this money and venture funding. That's just one path. Like you can start so many different things in so many different ways and not need to raise capital, not do this. Like what's the, you know, the, the lifestyle you're trying to achieve. What is the outcome? Like, what do you, and, and just being really honest with yourself, making sure you're, you're setting yourself for success based on what you want and not what you think those around you want or what expectations are. Because um, this thing will take, you know, if you're really starting something, it becomes an extension of you and it really takes every ounce of your, like I said, mind, body, spirit. And mm-hmm. you have to make sure that what you're doing, why you're doing it is really aligned with your, internal intent for yourself and i think if it is magic happens because there's some something gets unlocked where like you you won't be stopped because it's so deeply aligned with who you are and what you want to accomplish but um take the time to kind of think about that you know it's a hard question sometimes but i just urge people to just you slow down a bit in the beginning think about where you're heading make sure mm-hmm. the path there is going to change a million ways mm-hmm. so don't get it's mm-hmm. not about like trying to map out how you're going to get there it's just trying to figure out what does it even look like i'm trying to get to you know and um, so just a couple of thoughts to come to mind. I love, I love that. It's, it's almost taking the romanticism out of entrepreneurship because you're right. It's not one giant leap. Yeah. Maybe you take a, a, a step or you, you make a leap, a small leap, but then after the leap, it's always a million small steps mm-hmm. that get you there. And then 
Yeah, the alignment part is everything, right? Because the path of an entrepreneur is way harder, I think, than just having a a, a job, right? Where you can mm-hmm. clock in, you can clock out. With this, it'll test you and yeah. you'll know very early on if you're really in alignment with yourself and why, and your why or if you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And I think over the course of time, the people who are doing it for the wrong reasons will eventually get sifted out because it's not easy. It's not yeah, yeah. glamorous. You know, not, people always no. see the wins, but they don't see the losses. Nope. They don't see the hours. Of, and I tell people it's, it's repetition. It's all it is. There's yeah. nothing sexy about this stuff. It's just the small things over and over and over again for one day, two day, three days, one year, two years, 10 years, and it slowly builds into something. And, they just quote, I love talking, you know, you don't build the Great Wall overnight, you build the Great Wall by laying every brick as perfectly as a brick can be laid. And eventually you look back and like, oh, I built something. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's to, to, the wins are the easy part. It's the part when, when it's the, when days get longer and you're not sure. And I think the other part that makes it mm-hmm. tricky and hard is that it's not just that you have to do things right. You have to constantly figure out what the right thing to do is. Like there's, there's always an entrepreneur. There's no path ahead of you. So every day you have to deal with not just doing the task at hand as best as you can, but then also figuring out which where to point the ship because there's a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Even to this, as I stand right here, like Alex and I, we brainstorm where we can take this company. There's, there's a thousand different paths that we could come up with right now where we can take this products we could launch, places we could sell different business ideas, different growth opportunities. There's a thousand different things that we could pursue and then try to figure mm-hmm. out what's the right path and how do you feel good about that? And that's the part that is, you're kind of constantly, you know, weighing on you. So you have to really, you know, be driven by it. And um, I mean, I'll, I'll share one, like one example of what gets me like fired up is about, you know, the business thing. We launched um, uh, some new soils and, um, you know, in those, the soils we, we launched them as this kind of peat free organic soils and there's like so many small touch points where like as the more we learn about this in the soil category of peat realize that like peat is this one ingredient that gets imported from around the world because there's so much inertia built into like the soil supply chain it's a great growing medium but it's not like the only great growing medium and mm-hmm. when you look at the map it's like peatlands are three percent of global land mass but hold 30 percent of the world's soil carbon like more than all the world's mm-hmm. forests combined so like peat mining around the world, like if we don't stop peat mining, we will not hit our, you know, climate goals of the 1.5 degrees Celsius, like this oh. period. It's, and it's this thing that no one even knows about just underneath and think about the, you know, billions of pounds of this stuff that's like been harvested and shipped and filled, filled all over American gardens. And yet it's something we don't really know about. So I'm like, man, each of us, like each business, each touch point, like just has an opportunity to like, in your own small way, your own small lane to like just be more thoughtful, mm-hmm. be more conscious, push the envelope forward. Cause like even for us, when we think about this, like what, what the world needs right now, um, it just, you know, every single person, every single business is going to have to play a part in how do we build a more sustainable, you know, economy and mm-hmm. environment. And, you know, for those kind of like, when you can start seeing that kind of impact in the marketplace, like, all right, like, hey, it's making a debt. And you like, you know, we just, this this little idea is now in ten thousand stores and started to make an impact on the you know that it fulfills you see you have to have something in you that's like why you're doing this and it kind of drives you to get you through the mm-hmm. the hard days. Totally. Wow. I had no idea. That's something that you don't hear about at all. 
trade. Yeah, it's insane how much. I mean, literally more than all the world's forests. I think how much like carbon is in all those trees is in yeah. a small, tiny amount of Earth's surface of peatlands. So. Whoa, I had no idea. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that goes back to your mission though too, right? I mean, you guys have always been ones to create impact and that that helps, I feel like, inform choices as you guys progress with this journey that has no roadmap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's, yeah, I mean, honestly, what's, what's been fun with the brand is I just, and you've helped us tell these stories too, it's just how do we, like, we're, we're learning along the way too, and I think so much of our brand is trying to just uh, share the same mm -hmm. curiosity that mm -hmm. we feel every day as we mm -hmm. learn new things, and how do we, you know, bring that same curiosity into our products, and I think, you know, ultimately, what I hope we achieve at Back to the Roots is not saying, hey, we are, you know, are going to solve the climate crisis ourselves or we're going to solve mm -hmm. world hunger ourselves. But like what we hope is that we build a brand that can be that spark of curiosity for mm -hmm. millions and millions of kids to be like, whoa, I didn't know mm -hmm. like that's where that came from. I didn't know that's how that grew. And hopefully mm -hmm. each of those sparks, you know, unleashes a whole other, you know, kid on the life, mm -hmm. their own journey of how to, how can they make an impact? And I think that's what we hope is that ultimately we just have the opportunity to light, light a lot of sparks and then see, you know, what people do with those. How are, how are you guys doing that in terms of sparking the curiosity and, and stuff? Cause if, you know, you're taking something like soil or whatnot, what, how are you guys, cause I know you guys did a lot of stuff with schools back in the day, but well, yeah. how are you guys sparking the curiosity? Yeah, that's a great question. Something else we're trying to always do better at, do more of. I don't think we've even scratched the surface of what we can be doing, but I mean, it's, they're all, all touch points, right? It's like, how do we first, like our products, how do we make sure they communicate that story and, and each one of our product packaging can be, you know, not just a, a label, but really, you know, a discovery for people like, whoa, like I, I learned something new. And to the point where even in our mushroom kits, like just thinking about how much trying to educate people about mushrooms, like we try to think about our instructions, not as these little, you know, size five font little black and white mm -hmm. things like we try to think of them as like a discovery booklet like you know like taking you on a journey to learn about mushrooms and how to grow them it's like we try to bring that same spirit to all you know all of our products even like in our seed packets this tiny little space you know we really we like lean really hard into like text message and sms tech where we can like mm -hmm. people can text a little code on the, on the seed pack and they get a text message with a bunch of information about the plant and how to grow it and like teach them about it so we're just trying to get better at like how do we i mean i think it's what you, what you do why you love what you do it's just like storytelling is the oldest mm -hmm. i say oldest form of technology right it's the most powerful thing we all have as humans and how do you tell stories so for us like you know it's packaging it's obviously social media it's content it's leveraging all of our partners it's our retailers it's i don't know trying to we don't have the budget to run a Super Bowl ads. So we got to get creative, you know? But yeah, that's where you guys excel though. I feel like the scruffiness has really led to a lot of innovation and creativity. So maybe you don't need the Super Bowl ads. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it if anyone wants to donate one. We'll take one. So if anyone's listening, I should have an extra slot, but not want to figure it out. So. Well, cool. Um, is there anything else you want to share? Your social media handles, where can people find you? Where can people find your products? Yeah, sure. Um, people can find Back to the Roots all all places. Backtoroots.com on Amazon, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And then 
in stores. Yeah, you can find us in Walmart, Nationwide, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully wherever you shop, we can we can show up there. It's the goal, right? To make it easy for people to find our brand, but also online on Amazon. And no, I just want to say, Majority, it's just it's we've we've shared such a a long, I think, just partnership and friendship through this whole journey. So I just uh, appreciate the chance to chat and catch up, and just yeah. thank you for you. Uh, you know, we learned so much about storytelling from those early days with you as well and your passion for it. And uh, I just think it's, yeah, it's something we all have to continue to do is just, you know, share stories and, and both the good and the lessons and mistakes we all make and hopefully, you know, inspire those kind of starting things after us to be one step ahead and not make the same mistakes. So it's, uh, totally. it's always nice to be able to, to share. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your story. I'm so excited for everything that you guys have accomplished and are accomplishing and the impact that you're making and the minds and the sparks that you are, you know, just feeding. So thank you. And thank you for all the work that you do. And thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. Thank Good you. to see you. Thank you for tuning in to Meet the Creators. I hope you found value in today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and please share with a friend.